Hey guys, welcome back to the High and Wide podcast. Today we're going to touch on how our season's going, masks. Yeah, um, the upcoming winter season, um, some of the issues we've had, like spitting um, on some of the restrictions at the arenas. Yeah, it'll be a good episode. Yeah, we uh, we skipped a couple weeks. We've been flat out just uh, running the summer season and uh, it's been a lot of work, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes to get, you know, to make the season work with all the restrictions. And, uh, um, yeah, so we f- apologize for the lapse, but uh, we had to we had to use that time to run the league. So I'm sure you guys can all appreciate that. Definitely. So stay tuned. We got some info today. So, uh, Ben, how's your season started off so far? Well, it's uh, it's going all right so far. I think we're two and two. And we've only played three games, so that's probably not right. I think we're about two and one. <laughs> I know, I know, I've got a couple of points on the board, so uh, the season's good. Um, yeah, the the division is. I I feel a little bit stronger than than I was hoping. Uh, we might be on the bottom half. The Huskies and Skoden are decent, decent teams, so they seem to be giving us a whooping. How about you? How's yours? Uh, it's going well. Um, it's, it's pretty tough uh, physically. I got in really bad shape, uh, with the shutdown and hockey's not as much fun as it used to be just, just because of the sheer pain <laughs> playing has caused. But, um, um, yeah, I'm lucky enough. Our division seems pretty balanced. Um, so all our games have been good. Um, but yeah, no, it's fun. It's good to see all the guys again and, uh, realized how much I like hockey. It's, it's a lot of fun to play I feel skating's a little bit weird. Like my edges, I I don't feel comfortable on edges anymore, and it's a, and it really, in the grand scheme of things, hasn't been that long. Like before I started playing beer league hockey, I think I wasn't on ice for like eighteen years, and it it didn't feel as weird as this this comeback did. That's for sure. So, yeah, I noticed it as well, and I don't even know if it's the time off or it's it's just the extra weight I put on. Like I just like balancing this machine here so it's a little tougher <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah definitely yeah the skate i feel really bad on my skates and even like puck handling is is pretty rough i can't make passes i can't like everything is is gone way downhill so i'm i'm hoping it turns around and everything kind of comes back but i i just i keep telling the guys on my team that don't even don't even worry about it we'll use this summer to get in shape and then when winter fires up uh some of the teams that didn't take advantage of summer they're going to be feeling the way we are right now and tables are going to be turned we're going to be ripping around that ice yeah that's kind of my attitude too um yeah it makes you wonder about you know team there's a lot of teams that they just play winter or guys who take seasons off they'll take so i have guys on my on my teams that they, there's guys who only play winter and there's guys who only play summer i don't after just a few months off and how bad everything's got i don't know how they do it like every year they just do one season it's what are your uh what are your thoughts on the guidelines has it been a big pain in the butt trying to uh, to get to get dressed. Do you find you're getting enough time with that fifteen minutes? Uh, no. Well, for me, no. I'm always I'm I like the locker room. I like hanging out with the guys, and it's like it's it's fun to, to you know shoot the shit, and that's kind of like a big part of hockey for me. So with everybody being rushed, it's yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. But um, I mean, I get, we we hang out 
before we go into the arena and then afterwards as right well. Right in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah, of course. You can find me there most nights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I remember last summer we were out in the Vivo there. Me, you, and Greg to like 3 o'clock in the morning some nights. <laughs> that was uh, Those are good times for sure. Uh, I have that problem. Like if I'm one more kind of guy, like if you offer me one more, I'll, <laughs> I'll stay till it's all gone. <laughs> now the restrictions, it's not really... I haven't found it a pain in the ass too much. Like it's... It, it's not the best, but it's doable, and like I don't mind the the shorter benches. Um, Twelve guys is everybody's getting more ice. We've actually, it's, I think every game so far with my team, we've had exactly eleven. So we've had two lines on yeah, uh, up and back. So it's it's actually pretty good. That's I think what most people most guys want, anyways. For yeah, the, uh, it, it it didn't change much for me. I play defense, and we've always usually just had the four of us, but. Uh, but the forage, you can see, they're they're kind of sucking wind this year, but hopefully it's gonna it's gonna help the chemistry, anyways. What about I know I haven't played uh, Vivo yet, and I know that the procedures there are, are they are they still doing you meet the guy at the front door and then escort your team in, or are they starting to get a little bit uh, yeah easier? Well, I I play we actually played there last night and uh, it was uh, it was a lot better the the game before we played at Vivo. I think they were like the guys of Vivo were just still trying to figure it out themselves. So it was really, um, it was slow. It took a while to get into the arena and get our spots. Nothing really made sense. I don't think they had laid it out properly and communication wasn't the best. Um, but last night it was a lot better. We actually got in a little bit earlier. Um, like I was expect, I showed up at the door, hope or expecting to be waiting around a few minutes before I could go in and. The doors were open. There was just a guy sitting at the table saying, "What team? Uh, you're in locker room nine or whatever, right?" So, oh, that's awesome. So I we who knows? I probably could have gone in at twenty five too. For for all I know, like I went, I went in in about twenty minutes early. So, yeah. Um, I actually heard from uh, the lady from Vivo today. She's uh, asking about our winter ice and what we what we need for winter. And uh, she said that they moved their dressing rooms up to 12 people in the dressing room now. She said they reworked their dressing rooms. I don't know. Maybe they moved some walls or something or got a tape measure that actually read straight. I, I don't know what's going on there. But, hey, we'll take that, uh, the 12 man in a dressing room. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. That, that's another thing I didn't mention. So the first week when we went there, it was 10 and then 2. Uh, they, wanted, they had a chair for two guys outside of the dressing room um, just on the side of the bench. Yeah, for and, overflow. Yeah, and so last night the setup was... They basically, they marked off an X on, X's on the bench of where, where they want the gaps. Yeah. And all 12 guys could go in the dressing room. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was, it was really good. And, it, and, the, and it's important because we have, we've always had so much ice at Vivo that you don't really want that to be the, the bad arena that nobody wants to go to. So they're pretty much up to speed with everybody else. Um, Still no showers though, I imagine. No, no showers, um, no bathrooms in the dressing room, although um, they do, uh, they have a bathroom in the hallway you can, you can use, and they also have, a, they're letting you use the water fountain in the hallway, oh, right which on. it was a surprise to me as well. Yeah. So, which sucked because I filled up my water bottle at home and it spilled all over my truck on the way there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, so you've played at Crowchild and Vivo now is, I haven't played at Vivo, uh, Henry Viney and, uh, Vivo. I haven't played Oh, you haven't played Crowchild yet. No. That's uh, I think that's I've only played a crow child so far so, um, they're still doing the eight man in the dressing room then the overflow on the on the stands, uh, man the the arena is really cold in there, um, 
you know, if you're changing on the stands, you're getting you're getting changed pretty quick because it's getting pretty cold out there. <laughs> oh, that'd be um, nice. It's been really, it's been the opposite. I mean, at Vivo, it's too hot. Maybe it's just again, it's my yeah. how about out of shape I am, but I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, the, putting on the putting on the skates is always the hardest part. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a long way down there. <laughs> yeah, they're always making fun. I know <laughs> in the dressing room, I always put my skates and then uh, my my shin pads, and I put my pants on last, and they're guys are making fun i said hey there's no way i'm tightening these bad boys up if i got these pants on so yeah. so uh, it's a it's a fat guy trick getting your skates tight for sure yeah yeah you got your pants shredded like mine i'm sure <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so what's uh have you heard any maybe anything from some other teams everyone having a pretty much a good time has been any negative negative stuff at all um i haven't really heard i mean there's been a little stuff about the the restrictions, which I, it's nothing we can control, obviously, but uh, um, other, th- I mean, other than the odd little thing about um, some, you know, like s- <clears throat> some of the divisions, uh, the parity isn't perfect, but... Um, what are you going to do there? There's really... No, we had, out of 36 teams, we had 10 new teams, um, and like I said, with the the reduced amount of ice, we don't have as many teams, so... We don't have as many teams in the same skill areas, so everybody's kind of, kind of seated where, it's it's the closest teams to their skill in their divisions. But there's some that are a bit of a stretch. But that's why, like I, I kept saying, I was I was hoping everybody would be just happy to get back on the ice, be a little more sportsmanlike. It's not as competitive. Like, um, I don't care if I'm winning games. I'm not too worried about stats this year. Not that I ever really do, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just kind of hoping that the games would be kind of more like shinnies and everybody would be a little more considerate of each other. That's um, what I think our our goal was too. It was this season was about you know just getting back on the ice and being actually able to play. And I I've seen some of these scores where guys are up ten one ten two and then they're just they keep the foot on the throat there and they wanna they wanna beat them big time. I heard a story the other day. I don't remember the teams that were involved, but. Um, I guess one team had seven guys and the other team had a full bench and, you know, we're allowing guys, you know, at the beginning of the game to be, let's drop down to four on four or three on three. Like we don't have the guys and the team with the full bench told them no way we're not dropping. And then, uh, proceeded to smoke them like 13 one or something. That's, uh, like, that's not something yeah. that, uh, I don't know how that's fun for. for them either though. Right. Like, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> That's uh, I don't know. It might be a maturity issue with some of the people. I don't know, but I don't know how a game gets to fifteen to nothing or or something like you see scores like this in beer league hockey sometimes, and I don't even know how that happens. Like if everybody's, uh, <laughs> yeah. we actually lost a game. I think our second game we lost a game. They scored fifteen, but uh, we scored four. Or no, we scored ten. Twenty five, <laughs> twenty five goal game. Just a defensive <laughs> battle for sure. I think I only got one point that game too. What a what a disgrace. <laughs> so it looks like our fearless leader and his fellow cabinet city council there passed a, a new bylaw uh, it's going to be masks in public places is that uh is that going to affect us you think yeah i imagine um some arenas are gonna if not all are gonna re- require you to wear them on your way to the dressing room i know there's i read that um you don't have to wear them during sports or physical activity because obviously it's 
Yeah, the way that I'm thinking it's going to happen is when you're walking into the building and walking to your dressing room, you got to have one of those, you got to have a mask or a face covering on. I, I wonder, I haven't read the bylaw specifically, like, could you have like a bandana on across your face? Like, is that good enough? Yeah, that's the, well. A lot of people are wearing bandanas. Like that's kind of a trendy thing. You look like the gangster. You look like a blood or a crip. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember a Wild West crip walking. Do you see walking? Maybe if you want to look like a Wild West bandit or whatever you want to do. But, yeah, um, the thing is weird. Is you don't. They're not required outdoors, so you wouldn't need them if you're in the parking lot and from your vehicle to the to the arena. But that point of entry to the locker room, they might require them. Um, I imagine they will. Um, but yeah, maybe that's something we could even look into getting an SHHL bandana made. For sure. I know that, uh, <laughs> I can just see the Bisons definitely oh, doing yeah. something, something like that. They got everything else going on. It's, I could just imagine it's going to be awesome. Well, I shouldn't say it's going to be, I'm not excited to be wearing masks <laughs> going into the arenas, but you know what? I'll, uh, I'll follow suit if, you know, if that's what keeps us playing, it's a little sacrifice on my on my part. Yeah, it's ten second walk where you have to put on the mask. Yeah, I don't know. Like most of the rules, everything's very vague, and there's a big gray area. So what's acceptable as a mask? I can tell you that. But um, yeah, I know you don't need an N95 for uh, their requirements. But... One of those World War Two gas masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever makes you feel safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever works. I guess. Uh... One thing we should touch on is something that just blows my mind. I guess a lot of guys are, you know, doing the snot rockets and the spitting on the benches. I've had uh, the venues, each venue has actually got in touch with me today. Well, I'm not going to say today, like over the past week and saying, you know, your guys are still doing this. We can have it. We're all, you know, we're all in this together. That kind of stuff, you know, it could get them shut down. So obviously that's going to roll downhill and there's a, so they're saying, you know what, if you guys can't follow the rules, we're going to have to remove your permit. I, it, like, I can't believe that this is actually happening, like, in, in this time. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't understand how people do that any, at any point. Like, regardless of a pandemic, it's pretty, pretty gross. But, yeah, especially now, there's literally no excuse. Yeah, it has to be at the forefront of your mind. Uh, um, but, yeah, um. Like, just the little thing, just the little thing. Like, I guess a lot of guys, you know, they're used to it. Maybe they've done it their their whole quote-unquote hockey career, but... I don't know. I've worked construction my whole life, drilling rigs, some pretty blue-collar places. I've always... I haven't played hockey my whole life, but I played a lot of other sports through my whole life. I've been, like, the locker room mentality, and it's not something I've ever thought was, you know, acceptable, and it's pretty gross. You don't want to be the guy who puts his hand in at her steps. And oh, all. So I mean, gross. And that's in normal times, so... Yeah, it makes sense. I think we talked to uh, to Candice. She, uh, she's one of the directors there, and she deals with the referees and the and the rules. And I believe that it's... Uh, is it a one and done? Like, if you get... If the ref sees you do it, he just ejects you out of the game? Is there... Or is there a warning? Or do you know how that's working out? I think it's... Um, from what I read in the last email regarding it was... It was a one and done. Like if you if you get caught, you're out. Like they're just gonna toss you, um, which I think is good because yeah. everybody. I don't think a warning does anything at this point. Everybody knows not to, like it's. It should be common knowledge. Um, so yeah, nobody's gonna learn unless they're, 
they're going to get tossed. And I, like you said, we can't afford to have pe- to let people get away with doing this because we're going to lose our ice. So the problem here is if we lose our ice and we don't get our money back from the facility, yeah, you're you're losing your ice times and and there's no money to to give back to anybody, right? So yeah. it affects everybody. And now, so the guys who aren't doing it and are being respectful, they're going to lose their ice time because. You know, a few animals, as I'm going to call them, <laughs> yeah. can't can't act like a a decent human for an hour. Like it's yeah. insane. Well, that's enough of the negative stuff. Um, winter's coming up. We released a big package here. <laughs> Everyone's seeing that price and loving it. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, a really good idea. I like I I like how it sounds. Um, so should we go do? A, should we do a little breakdown of how it's going to look? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've posted about it, and there's been an email gone out to the GMs. But for anybody else, any uh, listeners who might be just players on teams, and maybe if your GM doesn't um, explain it to you, or um, you know, like the the posters on social media don't really run through it uh, to the full extent. So yeah, let's break it down. Yeah, we could do like a, like a Coles notes, so to speak. Um, so we're gonna run three seasons. Um, and your your fees are going to include all three seasons, um, same roster sizes, right? Yeah, um, I mean that's a, if everything stays. It looks like like the restrictions are going to stay in place. Um, the cases in Alberta are going up, if anything. So I, I don't think we're going to see any changes to those restrictions come fall. Hopefully we do, but um, like we've been saying, you got to have a plan for for that. And I think this is a really awesome plan. Um, and I think we've probably learned a bit from from uh, organizing the summer. So now we kind of we have a little more time in winter too, where we can um, make changes that need be to the divisions. So. Yeah, you learn from experience, right? That's that's another good thing about this summer, right? We're learning to see what works and what what doesn't work. So I guess the first season out of three, so we're, we'll call this the the seeding season, so to speak. Um, is it uh, is it eight games? Eight game seating is that? Yeah, eight games. Um, so the thing to explain to you, it's like there's three mini seasons that all build up one larger season, and at the end of it, there's going to be like a tournament style playoffs. But yeah, to go ahead with what you're saying, so the first seating round is eight games, um, and then there's a break where um, each team will get a practice ice time um, to have a team practice, and what that will do will allow everybody to isolate for fourteen days. So at that point we will will be then able to to move some teams around if we need to reseed. That's uh, right. Yeah, build new cohorts and even teams. Not only can we move teams, but guys can also edit their rosters as well, right? Like guys can, you know, come on. Like we're still gonna run the twelve man roster, but say you got three guys that can't play anymore, and you got three guys that want to come play. That's also a good time that you can actually edit your roster as well. So that's a good thing for the GMs. Yeah, it's like an adjustment period, so everybody can, like I said, if somebody's injured or you you need to bring another guy in for whatever reason, somebody's work changes, or you can tweak your, you can make an adjustment, and then we can, if we have a team that's destroying everybody in their division or somebody who's just getting hammered in their division, we can we can uh, move them around. Um, and the, the, the good thing, like it's a brilliant idea, because nobody's going to want to have a week off where, um, where they don't have any hockey is... Um, is that practice ice time? And like I was joking is before, it's like everybody needs the practice time anyways. So it's it's kind of awesome. I'm kind of actually looking forward to to that to have a little extra time uh, with the team and 
Yeah, the way so the way that that would work is there's so there's fourteen days, two weeks. So the so you have a division of we have fourteen divisions. So how that works is in the first week. This is how we keep our ice for next year as well. In in that first week, two of the four teams are going to get an ice time each, and then in the second week of the isolation, the other two teams are going to use those two ice times. So you're not actually sitting for two weeks. So you're getting an ice time to have a practice, do a scrimmage within your team or however you want to use it. But um, yeah, it, which is allowing divisional movement. It's brilliant. I love the idea for sure. Yeah, no, it's great. And then so so you, you move from your eight, eight game seating season, you have your practice and then you move into what we'd call the regular season, um, mini season. That's and right, yeah. that's 11 games. Um, so yeah, you'll have eleven games, same same kind of thing as the the first, um, and then after those eleven games, you have another break, where you'll have a practice ice time. Again, anything that needs to be tweaked um, can be done at that point, um, and then we'd move into our final seating. So teams will, and at that point, everybody should be in a a pretty much perfect spot division wise, um, and uh, yeah, and then that will lead into the tournament uh, playoff tournament. That hopefully at that point, like every every team should have a, a reasonable chance of winning their their cohort or division. Yeah, the cohort, what we're calling it, that the cohort championship cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, so with that championship cup, um, uh, another really awesome thing we're gonna do is is uh, is everybody's gonna get a set of jerseys. Um, you can opt out of this if you want a a bit of a discount on your fees, but. Um, it's an opportunity for everybody to get a sublimated set of jerseys. It would be a third set, like an alternate set. Um, and the great thing with those sublimated ones, you can literally des- design anything you want. If you can think of it, they can put it on a jersey. And everybody's going to get that included with their fees. So maybe if you're a team that has a ratty, <laughs> ratty old crappy set of jerseys, or um, even if you have a nice new set of jerseys, a third free set of jerseys sounds pretty awesome. And... Um, like I said, we should put a patch on it that says Cohort Cup, SHHL Cohort Cup, and kind of hoping it would be like a positive kind of keepsake kind of thing that you can, you yeah, know, 10 years... involved in, yeah. For yeah, sure. 10 years later, you remember the COVID days? Remember how crazy that was? And um, It's just a cool kind of a memorabilia kind of thing for everyone to have. So the, the fees, of course, we probably should talk about that on how, what's this looking like? The fees are looking like... $8,700, you know, that's... Which is about two grand cheaper than what our winter usually Yeah, that's is. right. That's right. So that's going to help the guys. Who, like, there's a lot of people out of work right now or slow at work um, or even just... Yeah, so that, that's going to help. A little bit easier on the pocketbook anyways. It is, yeah. Um, and how we've done that, we've just, you know, like there's a couple less ice times, those practice ice times, there's we don't have to pay for the officials and stuff, so... Um, but the nice thing is that it, the duration is the same as a regular winter season. So everybody's still going to be able to play a full season, get, you know, close to the same amount of ice. Um, and and uh, you know what? The, one of my favorite parts of what this season looks like is the fact that we are putting into the schedule the ability to move to move teams like to be able to control parity that's one thing this summer that you know it really sucks that we're not able to do that we we you know we put a lot of time and effort into the procedures and the formats of this thing you know to make it work and we like 
this is amazing. I love the fact that we can we can get back to our roots of being, you know, parody is one of our number one things. Yeah, and you know what? The, as as tough as this summer's been, we're and again, it's it's not to badmouth anybody, but um, there's other leagues operating that aren't following the rules. Like the rules are in place; they're set in place by the Alberta government, and we're following. Like the reason for these restrictions and the way the season's gone is because we are following them. Um, there are other <laughs> other <laughs> yeah. uh, places you can play hockey where they're not following those rules, and that's that's fine. But they're taking risks, and they're going to be liable. Uh, the, the nice thing about this format for winter is we're not skirting around any of the rules. We're not breaking any of the rules. We've, like you said, we've learned a bit from running this summer, and we've figured out a way to uh, to increase the um, the parity in the divisions and improve. Yeah, um, just give a positive experience all the way around. I guess one thing we also should talk about in these fees is that we're doing an extended payment plan as well, right? So our deposits is, you know, we're, we're going to get about 10% down. And then um, from there, we're going to go six equal payments monthly. So that works out to about, you know, right now roster of 12 guys, it's, it's around $110 a month, which, you know, that isn't bad at all considering you're only you're going to have 12 guys so everyone's going to get a lot of ice time as well and you know we're we're going to be able to to still play and uh you know move forward with uh getting closer to a normal winter season anyways yeah it's a pretty crazy number actually when you because i didn't even think of that when you put that into that we're we're 2000 less than what a regular winter season would be and that was and that's with a 12 man roster rather than a normal 15 16 man roster that's so right. So it's it's a pretty pretty amazing, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know. We probably just made a lot of enemies in in the hockey world because I don't know how anybody can compete with us. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the downsides about this, and you know, we've agreed, is that we're not going to take as many teams this year, right? We're going to uh, we're going to take a smaller amount of teams just so that we can ensure that we can provide the best product possible. And I feel that if you get too many teams, maybe. Uh, the time gets stretched out that you can't deliver to, you know, your customers to be able to give them everything that they're going to need and deliver on the promises that you've made. So I think the smaller, uh, the smaller entries that we take, we're going to be able to focus a lot more attention. Yeah, absolutely. And also with like the, the influx of new teams, you have to, we can't run exhibition games. We can't run, we haven't been able to run seating this summer. So you get all these new teams and they tell you what their skill level is. And then, you you know, unfortunately you find out that they're, you know, at least a division or two higher than, than you anticipated in it. It can cause some chaos, especially when you don't have the ability to reseed. So. Yeah, it's, it, it's tough. And we, we hold this league pretty close to our hearts here. So, you know, we want to, we want to make sure that we're providing the best possible experience for your guys' money. But, you know we're doing what we can, and hopefully this uh, this season looks this looks like an excellent format. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this format gets copied in other in other leagues around the city as well. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that. Right after um, we started up our summer season, how many emails did you see coming in from people asking us what we were doing and yeah, if they that's could right. if they had a, a, something that they could copy, could we send them a document of what our protocols were and all yeah. this? Like not even just hockey. There was uh, ringette. Ringette yeah. was one, and uh, I guess another league out of Red Deer. Yeah, it was. Well, people want to know what you're doing, but it's 
it's not a it's not a hard thing. You uh, you read the guidelines, you build the procedure, and then you know you run it by the powers that be and make sure that everything's good and agreed upon, and you're on your way. Well, I think that's it for our uh, for our third episode of the High and Wide. Um, Cam, where can they find us? Um, you can again. You can find us at shhl.ca. Um, you can find us on Facebook, just shhl, or uh, we're on Instagram at shhl underscore official. Um, yeah, or just like I said on Facebook Messenger, you can get a hold of myself, Cam Sasville, or Ben Macaro. Um, find us on there. Send us a message, Candice Keeler. She loves phone calls. So. Yeah, <laughs> definitely for sure. Um, if you want to be a guest on our podcast, we'd love to have you. You can use any of the above mentioned uh, areas, and yeah, we can. Let's move forward. Get you on here. Let's hear your opinions. Let's hear your questions. Send them our way. We'll definitely we'll answer them as best as we can. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and yeah, we'll hopefully see you next week. Keep your head up.